Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Did anyone have a bad Thanksgiving? Uh, it happens, you know. Did anyone, this has always been my, like, I'm, I'm that family member. Did anyone have a less than enjoyable Thanksgiving because of a spicy conversation that your dad or that crazy uncle decided to bring up? And then this is like, they, they brought politics to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Everyone else, we have the perfect families? Fantastic, fantastic. So, like I said, I love the spicy conversations. Like, I live for it. Like, I'm not the one that just intentionally will just stir the pot to, to get there. Um, sometimes I do, but most of the times I don't. But here's what happened. Um, Thanksgiving, since my family all lives in Kansas City, we, we're visiting multiple houses on Thanksgiving. And so um, I went to my grandma's house for dinner, and we're just doing desserts galore. And there I got to see my little brother. My little brother's in college and um, he, he's getting his associates right now through like MCC, so go him. Um, but I haven't seen him in probably about like two months. And so I'm like, hey, how are you? And if you know anything about me, anytime I ask you, hey, how are you? I don't want, I'm good. And then you just, you know, like we just pass it off. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like that's fine. Like I'm not asking that to just as the general greeting, I'm asking it because I am genuinely curious. And so my little brother knows this. So I asked him, I said, hey, bro, like, how are you? And he just kind of total mood shifts and changes. And he goes like, man. And he goes into this whole thing where he starts talking about um, how he's kind of actually been feeling a little depressed and, and how in his friend group, like his core group of friends, they, they went kind of uh, they went to college together, and they, they hang out at each other's houses, spend the night. You know, they're going, they're doing, they're going to the world to fun together. Like, they do everything together. It's this group of about seven people. And he goes, man, like, I'm just depressed because, honestly, like, the way our government stuff, like, it's just not, like, going great, like, for us. And I go, what do you mean? And I'm not asking because, like, I, I want to just run straight to, like, disagreeing with him. But I, I'm literally, like, curious. And so I asked him, like, bro, like, like what do you mean? Well, I, I did not know this about my brother. But he, he told me, hey, of his friend group, if there's about seven, eight people, so there's about, like, total, and he's one of them. He's, 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 he says about five of them identify some of some version or some, sorry, of some version or type in um, like the LGBT uh, group. They said there's some variation of it. He said five out of like the seven of them. And he goes like, man, like it is actually like, it's super hard because the government's like out to like get them. And he, and he, and he says a bunch of things. And, and I just go, dude, that's so interesting. What do you mean? And, and he says, well, this senator said this. And, and I said, really? Like, like, can you show me? And he pulls out his phone, he's looking, and then he just kind of skips it because the senator didn't say that. And then uh, he, he goes from there and he says, yeah, and then he mentions, we went there, he mentions Roe v. Wade. If you don't know what that is, it has to do with like abortion stuff, very sensitive topic. And he goes there, he starts mentioning this, and I go, oh, we're there, here we go. And so then I ask him a bunch of questions like that. I'm like, hey, like, so what do you think about this? Where, where are you? Like, like kind of like on this thing. Again, asking out of just genuine curiosity. And he, he then shares his, his opinion on it. And the whole time, what I was thinking was that everything that he was saying was not an original idea. Um, I don't know if you've ever met someone like this, but like he, he was sharing all the things 
that are like the stereotypical slogans of whatever camp that he's in. So like if you have a family member that like really likes Fox News or something like that, and they just say just the copy and paste, like that's what they're supposed to say, think this is what my little brother's doing. And, and he says, yeah, like this is this, and I saw this TikTok, and I saw this TikTok, and this is what my friend says about this. And I was thinking this whole time, I was like, there is not a single original idea coming from you right now. Like ev- everything of what you're saying, everything what you're believing is 100% like from your friends or from uh, social media of some kind. And I say this because that may be an extreme example, but here's what I know to be true. Our friends and what our friends believe are going to impact you and what you believe. Let me say it this way. Like, you are going to only be more like the people you hang around, for better or worse. And here's, here's what's crazy. It, it's like whether or not, like, this, like we're, in a, we're in a warehouse, we're going to talk about Jesus. Like, if you, this is your first time here, hopefully your friend kind of told you that we're going to open the Bible and we're going to talk about Jesus. But this is true whether you love or believe in Jesus or not. Like, you could hate Jesus, you could be curious about Jesus, you could not even believe in Jesus, or you could love Jesus, you kind of like Jesus. Like, regardless of where you're at with Jesus, like, who your friends are is going to kind of be what you act like, what you talk like, how you behave, things like that. Like, here's examples. Like, if your friends talk a certain way, probably you're going to end up talking like how they talk. If uh, your, your friends are into sports, they like being healthy and active and everything like that, then you are also going to be probably into sports, active, things like that. Because that's just kind of the mutual thing of like what they do, so you're just going to go do that. If your friends make horrible jokes about people and you see that it makes other people laugh, then you are probably also then going to make horrible jokes to try to get other people to laugh. Th- those are negative things, but let's even go one step further. If you're friends with people who maybe think that God is this monster who just is a bully in the sky, he makes up all these rules, he's maybe outdated or irrelevant, then eventually, probably, you might start thinking maybe God's this monster and bully in the sky and irrelevant and outdated. And also the positive is true. If you are friends with people who love Jesus, they want to be like Jesus, they want to tell other people about Jesus, then more than likely you are also going to try to love Jesus, be like Jesus, want to um, tell other people about Jesus. Friends, this is what we're going to be talking about tonight, and it's the, the whole message kind of summarized in one sentence. If you can just remember this, then you kind of, you, this is the whole message we're going to be talking about. This is the big idea, is this, show me your friends, and I will show you your future. If you show me your friends, like the people that you hang out with, not like just the people that you kind of see in the hallway or something like that at school. I'm talking like your inner circle, the people that you influence and the people that influence you, people that know you the best, people you spend the most time with. You show me those people and I will show you your future. We're in this series called uh, The Good Life and it's kind of based off of what Jesus said in John 10 where he says that he came to the earth so that we could have life and then have it to the full. And so what we've been doing over these last couple of weeks is we've been pointing out all these different things that God has kind of given us either in his word and, and, and he's kind of told us, hey, you do this or if you believe this, like you are going to have life to the full. You will have the good life. And what we're going to be doing tonight is we're going to add one more thing into that. And if you want to have the good life, friendship is a part of that. 
Friendship is a part of that because friendship is such an amazing gift. Like if you want to be more like Jesus, you need to have good friends that are going to help push you in that direction. But there is a warning with friends as well. And friendships can be this thing that also pull you away from Jesus. And so what we're going to do is we're going to be in one verse this whole night. And so if you have a Bible, either there's a couple on the seats, there's uh, if maybe you have it on your phone. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 13. If you are new to the Bible, if you just put your hands together like this and you open it up, you're probably going to be like right there. Like it's, it's right there in the middle. Proverbs is super, super cool because it's simple. There's all of these like quick little just one line sentence things um, that, that kind of just say like, hey, here's a good thing to know. Here's a good thing to know. Here's a good thing to know. Um, if you are also new to the Bible and you want to kind of get into like reading it, uh, Proverbs is really neat because there's 31 chapters in it. Well, we're coming up into a month that has 31 days in it. And so it's this really popular thing where you just take one chapter a day and you're getting so much good information from God's word. So maybe that's something that you want to do individually. You want to talk to your small groups here in a little bit, um, but that's, that's, that's free. Proverbs uh, is an awesome book, but we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 13 and we're going to start in verse 20. This is what it says. Walk with the wise and become wise. For a companion of fools suffers harm. And this is what I'm saying. You are going to be like your friends. You want to be wise? Hang out with wise people. If you hang out with fools, you're going to be like a fool. And when you are a fool, it leads to harm. Like we do dumb stuff if we are around dumb friends. Like I'm going to go jump straight there. Like you know this to be true. Like we are going to be like the people around us. Show me your friends. I will show you your future. If you want to be wise, if you want to be patient, you want to be kind, you want to be gentle, you want to be courageous, you want to be bold, you want to be a leader, then be around those kinds of people so then you can be more like them. So here's going to be a main question that I want to ask you, and we're going to talk about it a little bit in your small groups here in just a second, and it's this. What do you want to be like? I, frankly, I never asked myself this question really until like after I graduated high school. It's not like it wasn't important. I just, no one asked me, like, hey, what do you want to be like? Everyone asked, what do you want to do? But no one ever asked me in high school or in middle school, hey, who do you want to be? Like, what kind of character traits do you want to have? And I want you to take a second and ask yourself, what kind of person do you want to be like? Now, if you are a Christian, meaning you have said yes to Jesus, you believe that Jesus was who he said he was, that he's God and man. He came to the earth. He died for our sins. We believe and trust in him and we will be saved. If you are a Christian, here's my question. Do you want to be like Jesus? In Romans 8, it says that we have been saved so we can be shaped and conformed like we can be molded into the image of Jesus. We can spend the rest of our time here on earth being more like Jesus. And so here's my question. Like, is Jesus just kind of some kind of side hobby or do you want to be like Jesus? Do you want to be known as a person that is warm and friendly and everyone just kind of wants to be around? Well, here's my question. Like, are you around people that are warm and friendly and, and, and like you just want to be around them? Because if you're on people that aren't like that, then you're not going to be like that. What kind of person do you want to be? And are you spending time around that, those kinds of people? Here's the second kind of main question that I want you guys to talk about in small groups. And I want you to ask yourself this, because this is kind of where I started, was what kind of person do you not want to be like? 
Because this, like in middle school, I, I, I saw this abundantly well. Um, I don't know what kind of parents you have, like what kind of, what it's like at home, but my dad was in the military and my mom is just kind of the most, um, she had two rules growing up. We had two rules, don't lie and be respectful. She said everything else is kind of common sense. But growing up, I personally only had two rules, be respectful, don't lie. Cool. Well, that means like my mom, like, we, we practice this, you know, all the time. Like I, my room was in the basement and any time that she would stand at the top of the stairs, she would yell down she would, or she would whistle. I don't know if like if your parents can whistle, like they put the fingers in the mouth and you, everyone can hear it like a mile away. Like that was my mama. So she would whistle and I would hear from like the other side of the house. And I remember the first time I was like, yeah, one second, what, like what's up? And then she was like, you are never gonna do that ever again. Like I want you to start yelling, I'm coming. And then you get to the foot of the stairs and then we can talk. She was like, I'm not gonna yell in my own house. So like growing up, it was, that was the kind of house I grew up in. Like she's like, hey, you're gonna be respectful. You're gonna be respectful. So then met a friend, um, him and I, like we went to church together and he invited me over to his place after church one day. And uh, he's talking to his mom, his, I, I don't know what his dad was doing. And then his mom was cooking lunch. And um, what happened was that his mom said something along the lines of like, hey, pick up your trash or like move that laundry or pick up your like backpack off the floor. It was something like that. And I remember my friend said something along the lines of like, I'll get, I'll, I'll do it later. Like, Colin's here. Like, I, I'll, I'll get it later. Don't, frank, like, frankly, he just was like, no. Not right now. Like, I'll, I'll take care of it later. And that then escalated with his mom, because I think his mom probably got embarrassed that his son was talking to him like that, and they started yelling at each other. And I'm just sitting at the kitchen table, just like, like, it was, it was uncomfortable. But in that moment, I didn't think, okay, when I grow up, I want to be respectful. In that moment, I was like, okay, I don't want to be like that. That's what I'm asking. Friends, like, what kind of person do you not want to be like? Do you not want to be like a person that's disrespectful or mean or, or has no integrity, no character? Like, they're just a bully. They're, they, they gossip about people. They make fun of people. They... Like, they're just not a fun person to be around. If that's the person that you don't want to be like, well, then don't spend time, like, you're the majority bulk of your time with people like that. You show me your friends, and I will show you your future. So here's what we're going to do. I'm gonna, we're going to kind of finish up with a couple uh, just, like, challenges. I want you guys to think about this. Going back to the first question, who, what, what kind of person do you want to be like? Like, I really want you to dive deep and, and, and ask, like, why? Like, is there a person that you saw do something maybe when you were growing up that did something? like, I want to be like that. You know, talk about that. Especially if you grew up in church, right? I know there's a, a, probably the majority of you in here have grown up in church. Like, do you want to be more like Jesus? And are your friends helping or hurting that? What kind of person are you going to be like? And are your friends helping or hurting. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to the people who say, I am a Christian. It can be really easy to hear something like this and be like, that's right. Like, my, those people, they are, they are not helping my walk, so we're, we're burning bridges, we're cutting ties. I'm, I'll never see you ever again because you're, you're getting in the way. Don't, don't do that, right? Like, Jesus modeled this beautiful picture of coming and, and actually, like, loving and befriending sinners, they weren't the ones impacting him, 
right? So, so he didn't spend the bulk of his time with people who were not like, you know, in that close circle, but he was not a jerk. So my friend, like, this is what I want you to do. Like, give grace. Don't be a jerk. Don't just automatically cut ties just for the sake of, of like being more like Jesus. I think if you're going to be like Jesus when you make hard decisions, we should have boundaries. So, so don't, don't, hear me, don't hear what I'm not saying. We should have boundaries. But don't be a jerk. Be friendly. Be like Jesus. Be a good representative of Jesus and be friendly and invite people into that race of being more like Jesus. I'm gonna go back to my brother for a second because again, growing up, like I didn't really... Like, there's a, there's a six-year age difference, and so, like, we really didn't ever hang out. Like, we didn't spend a whole lot of time together, and, and, and so when he was telling me, like, all these things, like, these are, this is my friend group, I was like, that's, that's not, I mean, that, that's not what I would have thought of as, like, your core group of, of friends. Because a couple years ago, I was interning at a church that had this really large student ministry, and it's like so much for when they did small groups, they, they even separated them by grade. And so they had like four or five just junior, high, like uh, 11th grade boys, like small groups. And I got to lead one of them. And, and so there's a group of juniors and my little brother at the time was also a junior. So I even invited him. I say, hey, like, boom, you're 11th grade. These guys are 11th grade. Why don't you come join this group? And so he came and he was so excited because like, not only is middle school and high school hard, but when you don't have friends through middle school and high school, it's almost impossible. And so he's eager, he's ready. He's like, I can't wait to make friends. And all of these guys were, had this mindset of like, no, we're good. Like we have our circle, like we don't need any more people. And you're, you're new and you're not really trying to do this whole Jesus thing like we're trying to do, like because like, and they, they didn't give grace and it was, it was like, we're good. And so when my brother, he thought the, the easiest place to make friends should be at church because they should be the most welcoming and, and just loving place. Like this should be friends. Like the bridge should be the safest place to make friends. Whether you talk or think or believe like us, like you should at least be able to make friends here. But in that time, in that moment, my little brother didn't make friends from the very people that said that they love Jesus. And so what did he do? He found friends from people that were going to accept him. And so then now he's friends with people who are not pointing him to Jesus, but away from Jesus. Don't let that be true of here. If you are a follower of Jesus, be the friendliest person we've ever seen. Invite people into your circle of friends, not just for your sake, but for their sake. But this is to everybody. Show me your friends. I will show you your future. Heavenly Father, we love you so much, and I just thank you that you modeled being a friend first. Like, we don't deserve being your friend. We don't deserve um, just any of the kind things that you've done for us, but God, you, you did it anyway. And so we just thank you for loving us. God, I just pray that... Uh, for the believers in here, the, the people who claim to follow you, that we would be um, just so intentional with being good friends. We would uh, just fight for having close Christian circles that will push us closer to you and not away from you. But God, I pray that we wouldn't have this mindset of 
like us four and no more. God, I pray if there's anyone here that doesn't know you, I pray that they would just be curious. They would, they would want to know more about what it's like to be your friend and, and what you did. God, I pray that all of us would make hard decisions about the people that we hang around. In Jesus' name.